Hi, everyone. This is Dave Homan. I'm the director of Side Effects Podcast. And normally you would be hearing Kinsey Fell at this point, but uh, today Kenzie is actually the guest on the show. Uh, for those of you that don't know, she is our internal social media person, and uh, she has taken our organization and the entire uh, region by storm with her talents as it comes to social media. Uh, she consults with our clients. She has uh, helped catapult McGowan Braybender to the forefront of benefit brokers nationally as far as having a presence on social media. And today, we are very excited to actually have her as a guest on today's show. I think there is a lot to learn about social media strategy and how you can make it part of your, your culture, your DNA and your business proposition at your organization. So without further delay, Kenzie Fell. I'm Scott McGowan. I'm Kenzie Fell. And I'm Anne-Marie Singleton. Now, I think even for our listeners, too, I think what's important is um, we might be right, we might be wrong, but one thing is we're not afraid. Our goal is to get you to think about things a little differently. And we're unscripted. We just have free reign for 20 minutes. Welcome to Side Effects with an A. I'm Scott McGowan. Welcome to Side Effects. Hi, Scott. How are you today? I'm doing great. And today we get to talk about you. I know. I'm pretty excited. <laughs> so it was, a, it was a great blessing bringing you inside the walls of, M, of, uh, of MB. It was a special day for all of us. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. I'm very lucky I get to work here. So. It's, it's funny, too, because Dave uh, Holman who is uh, like the director of innovation here at McGowan Braybender, mm -hmm. um, he came to me and said, you've got to meet this. You've got to meet this girl. <laughs> you've got to meet her. And I, I told him, I'm like, hey, Dave, like you get drunk on everyone you meet. Like just <laughs> give us some room, some time. Let us feel her out first, yeah. okay? Let's talk to her. So this was Friday, mm -hmm. right? You and I met on a Monday. Yep. We met in the morning. 8 a.m., and mm -hmm. then by what time did we make an offer? I believe I got a call around 1230 <laughs> that <Yeah>. day. <laughs> so so what Dave said was super accurate and really true. So tell us a little bit about Kenzie, like your background. Yeah. So I born and raised in Northwest Ohio, small town America. I went to the University of Dayton and I... Um, go Flyers. Go Flyers. Still glad to be in the area and get to participate in all the alumni activities. Um, but I majored in communications and I minored in marketing. I did broadcast journalism as my, I guess, just the focus I had for communications. And then I got to intern at um, Channel 7, which was right down the street, WHIO. Very cool experience. Oh, yeah. I ended up getting to work there full-time after college, and they hired me on as a producer. And I learned a ton about news, broadcast, writing, editing, video, basically everything for content for the news. It was a little tough on uh, the social life when I was working overnights. So then I made a transition to a digital marketing company called Vivial. Oh, yeah. Used to be the Yellow Pages. Exactly. Yep. yep. And I learned a ton about search engine optimization, search engine marketing, um, basically just everything digital for paid ads and um, just, you know, websites, that kind of stuff. So it was cool. I had the news video area covered, and then I also had the digital marketing area covered. Um, so then I was looking to find something else, you know, social media, video, digital marketing. And I was like, there's no way I can ever find a place that I could do all three of my favorite things. 
And then I found McGowan Braybender. <laughs> what do you think? So you go to school, mm-hmm. right? And then, um, so like right now, you're um, you're really leaning into social media. Yes. What 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 did you really what what did you love about the broadcasting part of it? Um, the I just liked you know I was very into I still am staying up with the latest things happening, all the trends, being ahead of the curve, and then being able to tell people about it. And so. Um, the way you broadcast news. I mean, I'm a huge social media junkie and I tend to share everything on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Like that's how I got my regular news of the day. And then I like to share my own as well. So it just all kind of fits. It's kind of interesting too, because I think, um, a lot of organizations, uh, they think they, they, uh, they play in social media, right? Mm -hmm. They dip their toes in. They do. (laughs) Um, and so maybe help help the audience understand organizations that are on social media and all they do is maybe push a product mm-hmm. or like, try to promote an event or do exactly. something yeah. a little generic. Well, a lot of people think social media, yeah, let's get on it. Everyone let, we can show off our new products. We can, you know, get people to work for us. Um, but that, that just, people don't really like to follow that kind of information. And one I don't want to say boring, but boring posts can make somebody unfollow you forever. And social media, yeah, you can push products, you can push events that you're hosting, but they really want to know the story. They want to know the culture of the company. They want to know who works for you. What do you guys do on a Friday? You know, what kind of events do you celebrate? Do you do the holidays a special way? Like they want to know how the company is the way that they are. Like what makes you guys special? Um, cool, you guys sell this, you guys have this event, but really what makes somebody want to learn more and follow more is figuring out the people who work there and, you know, what makes us different and unique from everybody else. So, Yeah, I think what's interesting, too, is, you know, there's a lot of people that, like, play in this space. And it's like they're they're intentional about, I want to be there once a day, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a static photograph of a static, like, picture yep. of something. Every day at 10 a.m. Yeah, and a log or, on. Or it pushes out. <laughs> and, and this whole power of, uh, of SEO and where people are going to be. I mean, obviously, Ellen Berry used to sell phone books. Mm-hmm. I was with their um, CEO Saturday night, mm-hmm. their old CEO. Oh, okay. So I went from a paper format, now video, now it's SEO and, yep. and social Digital, media. Digital, everything online. Exactly. Yep. WHIO used to be broadcasting radio to television they're mm-hmm. big in the, d- in the uh, digital space oh yeah everything's clickable everything has a link yeah no and uh, you kind of brought it up earlier but um people want to be in the moment like you need to not schedule your posts yeah it's super convenient and it's nice every day at 10 a.m you know a post is going to go out yep. but the more authentic and the more real you are the better results you're mm-hmm. going to get you know when you see someone in the hallway and I do this here at McGowan Braybender. They're matching somebody else that you saw. Mm-hmm. They have the same shirt on, the same color pants. I grab them. We take a picture with them together. And then there's your content for the next yeah. Tuesday, Twinning Tuesday. So Twinning Tuesday. Yeah. There's a good term. And we do that here now at McGowan Braybender. And I have people emailing me saying, oh, I'm matching so-and-so. We'll meet you in the cafeteria for a photo. Uh-huh. And, you know, it's spur of the moment things like that that makes people, like, remember, oh, yeah, they do that. I want to see if they have a new post. So, what do you think um, the dangers are for an organization that's stepping into social media? Like, what would you warn them to not do? Well, I would tell them to find somebody. 
if you don't already have them within your company, you need to find somebody that is dedicated. You need to commit. It's not just a, you have the app on your phone. Oh, I guess I can take a picture, send me whatever, and I'll post that with a caption. No, you need to have somebody that wants to do it, that knows how to do it, that understands your brand and your culture and is able to showcase that. Um, Because if you just find, not a lot of people like social media. Mm -hmm. I think it's pretty 50-50. You either love it and you're always on it, or you despise it and you don't even want to know anything about it. So you need to find someone that's dedicated and that will put the time in and put the effort in to, you know, make you guys showcase you the best way that can possibly be. So company number one, I would say find somebody that can help you out. Um, And if not, hire them. And, you know, us millennials here, we have a pretty good grip on it. So even find an intern. I always suggest, um, I've had a few friends at other companies say, like, we want someone in your position. And I say, well, interns are a great place to start. Kids in college know how to use social media and have them at your company, show them your culture, teach them your brand, and then let them do their thing. I'm amazed by the number of people and what time they're up. (laughs) I mean, because sometimes I'll throw stuff out on Instagram mm-hmm. or Twitter or whatever. And, you know, and sometimes you're it's getting just, likes. It's just 4 a.m. I know. I'm like, holy moly. <laughs> but I think you bring up something really important is the fact that it, it by golly, you, you should be consistent. So oh, yeah. to cannonball in and jump all over it for a week and then instantly just step out. Mm-hmm. Um, people are going to wonder where you went. Exactly. Yeah. Which, you know, one of the advice that we give a lot of people here, hey, if, if you're not willing to lean into it, mm-hmm. like doing nothing is a great option. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like leaning into it and then stepping back and going through it. But you bring up something really interesting, but like about 20 Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And then so as a CEO of McGowan Brabender, how does 20 Tuesday help McGowan Brabender? <laughs> well, it could be a very good talking point. You know, before... I wanted to work here. I checked out our social media. I wanted to see what you guys were all about. And I mean, I do that even for restaurants I want to visit. Um, plate, if I'm visiting a town, I want to see, you know, what what place has social media and who cares enough about it to keep it updated, um, respond to reviews. You know, I want to make sure I'm going somewhere that has a culture and a presence. So I would like to think you and I work very well together Um I mean, I think of your Thankful Thursdays as a pretty consistent thing that I've had strangers in the community find out I work at McGowan and Bray Bender, and they're like, oh, your CEO does those Thankful Thursdays. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, and you've done that consistently for a very long time. And Twinning Tuesdays is a very small aspect of our Instagram presence. Um, but I have people in the office come up to me, and they say, oh, yeah, do you have anything on Thursdays or Fridays now? Like, what about Motivational Monday? Or, you know, so... Yeah. It's a talking point, and it gets people to remember you. I think what I love about it, too, and you said this in the very beginning, is um, people wanted, like, we're human beings. Mm -hmm. Being human Mm -hmm. is authentic, and that's what's just attractive to people. Oh, yeah. Um, So you don't have to be serious all the time. Nope. Like you can just be, you can be funny, you be, you can be authentic, but it's just introducing people. Mm -hmm. So when you think of um, obviously Twitter. Instagram, mm-hmm. LinkedIn, and then Facebook. Should uh, if I'm brand new to this, do do I do all four of them? So that's a good question. I actually consult a lot of our consultants, and I try to guide them. Um, you know, just give them some tips and help them find content, figure out what platforms mm-hmm. are kind of their thing, 
And for our industry, everything depends on industry, you know, who are your followers? I tell everyone you need a LinkedIn for sure. That's the number one thing that I think any anyone that has a job should have a LinkedIn. And then Twitter is also a huge platform for, you know, getting the word out, having casual conversations, um, supporting your prospects or your clients or your customers, just following them, seeing what they're up to. Um, so LinkedIn and Twitter are the two major ones. I think if you're trying to, you know, get business, make connections, yep. those two are huge. And I know we actually just got you on Facebook. Yeah, I was kind of like running away from that for, for a long time. No. But uh, but no, but I'm leaning into it. And I no, like you it. are. And it, I mean, it's all about content. You know, you can't post some things on Facebook that you would post on LinkedIn, vice versa. You know, sometimes content could be too fluffy for LinkedIn or yep. even, you know, you don't want to post something on Instagram that might not do as well on Twitter. So you kind of have to know what platform is what you want your message to be on each one. I think sometimes, too, that some people that, that play in that space, um, you should probably know your lane and stay in your lane. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and not be so, like, scattered, like, all over the place. So, you know, I'm, I'm 53. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, and, and, and you uh, do a very good job on social media. Well, but, <laughs> uh, you know, I've, I've been in this community for a long time. Mm-hmm. And so leadership is really passionate to me. I couldn't do that as a, as a 24-year-old. Yeah. I would have to find, like, something else to lean into. Yep. Uh, and I love the people that are really, really um, creative in that mark. How has social media changed since you got in, involved in social since media? Since I joined mm-hmm. the social media cult. Yeah. Well, I was actually looking at my Instagram and I joined Instagram in 2012, so that was seven years ago now, and everything has changed every every year. That used probably was every year. Um, Twitter was huge, and then all of a sudden, people didn't like it. Yeah. Snapchat was huge. They changed their, well, I think, the image of their their app. People didn't like it. They all started to go to Instagram, and then Facebook rolled out a whole bunch of new features, and so. Every day now, there are new apps, there are new changes, they're constantly updating it, and you kind of have to stay ahead of the times. you got to figure out, what's this latest update? What can I do now? Um, so that's it's changed so much, and I, I'm excited to see what's next. So, yeah, by the way, that's going to be really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm on all four. I'm not on Snapchat. So No. <laughs> but if I'm, uh, if I'm exploring Instagram, what, what, what does that content look like? Instagram's mainly photos. It is very image um, focused, and that's where you—that's where photos are huge. You know, portrait mode now on the iPhone. Yeah, it's like a real photographer was there on your family vacation, but it's just your mom snapping your picture by the beach. No, it's huge on photos. Um, oh, by the way, this yeah. is really interesting. <laughs> so, a lot of organizations used to spend a lot of money on photography, brochures, oh. content, mm-hmm. print. And the fact that social media, one of the things, uh, the benefit of the doubt that we get mm-hmm. is the fact that if it's real and authentic, it doesn't have to be the greatest pitch in the world. Exactly. It doesn't have to have the best lighting because mm-hmm. it's humanistic and it's authentic and it's real. It's okay if your mm-hmm. hand shakes a little in your video that you're doing a selfie. Yep. Yeah, exactly. No, and it's funny. I actually told Dave he had a digital camera for me when I first started and I was like, I can just use my phone. And then... We kind of giggled because we're like, yeah, you know, your phone takes just as good pictures as the digital camera does. Yep. So it, it just it's pretty funny. Instagram, totally photos. And the realer you are, everything is focused now around those live mm-hmm. videos. Um, so people are there with you in the moment as you're at the meeting or as you're walking to your car 
or you know it's huge it's so everywhere. if i'm uh so linkedin content LinkedIn? mostly professional yes correct very professional um articles are on there job postings blogs i, mean, I found my job from a go brain bender on linkedin there you go so but yeah blogs i mean that's where things go viral too people if you you can see somebody that liked a post and then that follower can see that post even though you're not connected so it's so connected and it's there's really no issue you can connect with whoever you want if you see your old coworker back from your internship days in college you can send a connection to them and it's not like facebook where all your personal information is yeah. out there so the more connections you have the better and you already explained Twitter and yep. then uh, Facebook. Is that just like anything goes? <laughs> Pretty much. Yep. Facebook is, I think I'm still trying to figure Facebook out. You can share anything you really want on there. Um, if people don't like it, though, they will unfollow you. It's I'm interesting because sure. the, the, sometimes the professional content just like it goes, there must be a place where that stuff goes to die. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Everyone loves the, you know, the heartfelt the the pictures of your grandkids yeah they prefer that over the coolest latest article about healthcare. exactly which is unfortunate because it's just as important but people i think i compare it a lot to celebrities people are obsessed with the celebrities of the world and seeing what they're doing on their day-to-day -day life they don't really care about the the actual yeah. the money behind it or something they want to know your real life they want to know you so, so each channel is different and mm -hmm. understand it yeah so just oh, yeah. be aware that they're different and Some people have a better grasp on it than others. So let's just say I'm a brand new employer and I want to step into social media. Like where mm -hmm. would I, where would I start? So by the way, you're not allowed to call Kenzie Fallon. <laughs> yeah. I've had a few people do that. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, they, they can ask you for advice. I'm talking about um, your belly button. Even yeah. You're really important. I am a very happy, okay. happily employed McGowan right. Brave Ender person. Awesome. But yes. Yeah, so the first thing, if somebody was you know what, I want to get into social media. What do I do? I would tell them, like I said earlier, find somebody committed. And then also you just need to, content is king. You need to get the content. It's That's the most difficult part of sharing things on social media. You need to get someone to write you that blog. You need to be at the event to get the good photo. Yeah, anyone can take a picture from the back of the room of the person speaking. But if you get a picture with the speaker, that's so much more powerful than just, you know, being a guest in the audience. So you got to, you got to be present. You got to have a committed person and you got to be consistent. I think one thing that you do a really good job with too, is you also understand the media. So like on, on Instagram, you can put graphics in there. You can make things. So even my wife commented like, gosh, I don't know who's driving this for you, but it's really good. Oh, it's really good. Yeah. But there's a lot of people under, what, what about the power of storytelling? That is the number one aspect of social media. That is how people thrive versus getting the unfollowed. And um, I know starting at McGowan Bray Bender, Dave and Phil and our whole team told us storytelling is what we do. How do you tell a story in 60 seconds? Um, it's a lot of practice to yep. get there. But you have to you have to convince people. You have to get them to listen and to watch draw get their attention mm -hmm. um it's telling the story is by far the hardest part but it's also the most exciting part it's the challenge but it's what every day i wake up thinking of a new story i want to tell and i will dig through old photos of mcgowan brabender and i found one of our lobby under construction the other day oh i saw that yeah took a picture of that took a picture of current day and it's just like voila content telling the story of our transformation in our lobby the first thing people see so and it's really just you got to 
keep your mind going. So you're thinking about not only the things, so not only things are coming up, mm -hmm. but also how do I just keep fresh ideas? So mm -hmm. think about, so the learning centers are really a big, big part of your role. Yes. So when Kenzie executes on a learning center, help me, help me understand what that looks like before the event, the day of the event, and maybe after the event. Oh yeah. So learning centers are huge for us. We do them monthly with amazing presenters. So I like to make sure, obviously, does the presenter have social media? If they do, the weeks leading up to it, I tag them in as much as I can, get them to share our posts. By the way, you have to know that like on every one of those channels, there's a different, I mean, it's just, it, it's not easy. Oh yeah. But nope. it's important. <laughs> it's super important. And we, we're lucky that we have a great team here that works very hard and well together. So we have our graphic designer create us a really pretty picture <laughs> and then I can share it. And then the days leading up to it, we constantly are promoting on Facebook advertising, Google AdWords, Twitter, you know, we're pinning it to the top of our page, Pinterest even. We have we have it on every social media possible. Oh, wow. And then I share it with consultants. I share it with internal MB employees and say, hey, share this on your Facebook. Or, you know, next time you're on the phone with a client, mention to them that we're having this. And then on the day of, I... I am all over social media. I have Insta stories with countdowns. I have live, you know, tweeting. I'm constantly taking photos. And I'm always the awkward person in the back standing up, taking an aerial photo of everyone. But that's what people get to see. They get to see the real moments of the event. And then maybe can, it'll convince them for the next time that they should come too. And so after the event, I make sure that the speaker knows, you know, um, share this. We have all of this available for you to share and promote yourself. And then following up, sometimes I'll do a video um, and we'll share that on YouTube and just get traffic to our pages and then continuously update for the next one. You do a great job at learning centers. Uh, and you talked about like the lobby, but how does how does Kenzie think about just like the normal day? How do I keep McGowan Brabender front and center on all four or five channels? Yeah, and that's probably one of my favorite things about the job is I like to know everyone in the company. I kind of pride myself on knowing names <laughs> and knowing faces with names. So I'll just kind of go out and wander the hallways, meet someone I might not have met before, talk to them, see what's going on. Maybe they'll be like, oh, we're going to an event on Friday. I'll send you photos. And I'm like, that's something I wouldn't have known about if I was just in my desk the whole day. So it's about getting out there, keeping up to date with everyone, knowing what to look forward to. And then, you know, there's so many things that we do here that I love. Our HR team is amazing. They just posted a positivity board, and that was perfect content yeah. <laughs> to show off and be like, check out what our HR team did. So really, your advice to a lot of organizations is that stuff, mm -hmm. it's happening naturally inside your organization. Exactly. And really, it's not, um, uh, it's not arrogant to call those out. <laughs> it's humanistic to call those out. Yeah. What's your biggest challenge? Um, that That is... That's also what you just said is you don't want to look fake. You don't want to be fake news. You want to look authentic, yeah. but you it's hard to balance the line of bragging versus just really just showcasing what you have already. And like it's organic. It's not like I asked HR to hang that up and then pose next to it. Yeah. I, I'll just, you know, I love getting pictures of people in our office and sometimes they're not really wanting yeah. to take a picture. So I'll be like, Hey, tomorrow, do you want to do your hair extra nice? And I'll take a picture of you then. So it's kind of just, you know, having the confidence, you know, on Thursdays around here, <laughs> if I have my phone in my hand, like I can people see, run, I mean, they will take <laughs> off running. I know. Yeah. It's like, no, but I'm pretty, I mean, like I will ask somebody, I won't mm -hmm. like grab them and mm -hmm. pull them in. I've learned, I've learned uh, kind of the, uh, 
you know, the hard way. Well, Maple the Bassett was an excellent guest on your Thankful Thursday. By the way, you have like a famous uh, puppy. Which helps yeah. with my obsession with social media. And she has what, 3,000 followers on? Almost 3,000 on Instagram. On Instagram? Yep. Yeah. And uh, like, check her out. Maple the Bassett, <laughs> right? On Maple Instagram. dot the Bassett. Ma- Maple dot the Bassett. Yes. Uh, no, but that actually hmm. gives me a lot of ideas. A lot of content ideas come from being on my own social media versus a dog's yeah. social media versus my company's social media. I mean, all completely different channels, but I can see what's trending and I can see what people are liking, what time of day is best to post. Like, I'm on my phone a lot. Puppies and babies, <laughs> they work every time. Puppies and babies. Puppies and babies. If you're struggling on your company's social media, bring in a dog or bring in a baby yeah. and you're solid. That's it. <laughs> What's, what's the one thing you love about your role? I love the creativity of it. I have complete creative control, and a huge part is that you guys trust me. You guys believe in me, and you. if I ever had a question, I would totally come to you guys but and get your advice. But that I am able to, I can go ask somebody what they're up to. Can I come along with you? We're having a Dayton Dragons ba- baseball game with our interns this summer, and our HR person already asked me to come and document it. And I was like, of course. Thank you for asking me. So oh, yeah. that people are even comfortable enough to reach out to me and be like, hey, I need a new headshot. Can you get that for me? Yes, we love updating headshots. So, um, I mean, I love every aspect of this job, but I just love that people trust me enough. So, so as we kind of wrap up, mm-hmm. what would be like – the last piece of advice you would give somebody that's interested in jumping into this space? Yeah. Um, be creative. Don't be afraid to be the trailblazer. You are the one that has to come up with these ideas. You need to be the one that's not afraid to be like, we should try this out. Um, I think go for it. Everyone is on social media. Digital world is exploding. And if you're not on it, you're missing out. So definitely download the app is the first start. (laughs) Well, I think the best thing about you, number one, is I think for organizations, um, I would much rather have somebody in your space and have to pull them back than push them. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And then, but you can pull me back. (laughs) No, but I think what's really important is the character of the person. Mm -hmm. Um, And so thank you for having really good character. Thank you for trusting me. Yeah. Thank you for hiring me for my dream job. Well, I, I couldn't uh, be happier. We've loved every part of it. And I think it um, obviously the culture of McGowan Brabender is really important. Mm-hmm. But also it aligns with your character. Mm-hmm. And I think your character and what you're showing, uh, I, I don't think we've ever had to come back and say, hey, pull that down or that isn't yeah. what we are. <laughs> Not um, yet. Cross your fingers. <laughs> no, you've done a really, really good job. And mm-hmm. that's just uh, um, that's just a reference of the person that you are. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. So if you're interested in learning more, you can email Kenzie at Kenzie at HealthierBirthdays.com. Yep. Or um, you can email me, but it, it's much better if you would go Kenzie's direction. <laughs> Do you have any questions about social media? Yes. Let then, us know. Uh, you can let Scott at HealthierBirthdays.com. Thanks for being here today. Thank you. You normally get to ask all the questions, I so know. I was able to do that today. Super grateful yes. for that. And uh, join us next time on Side Effects. Yep.